You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast that talks about screenwriting and all things about film and television, including film and television show reviews and has something philosophical in nature to offer you, the listener. Happy New Year, everyone. And with a new year comes a new season. So, 2020 has been a rough year for many of us around the world, especially the film and television business. I had really hoped that the lockdowns and the restrictions placed or imposed would allow the filmmakers and the showrunners to really sit back and think about the quality of the content that they will be producing from 2020 moving forward, or at least from the time the pandemic started that caused them to be in lockdown. I did not see this happening. And here's why. As I browse for new content on Netflix and on other streaming platforms like Hulu and on Apple iTunes, I can honestly tell you that little has changed. We still have mediocre content and cliches in films and very little to represent our brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ plus community. I was hoping to find something that puts this particular community in a better light and give them more exposure. Unfortunately, this isn't the case. We still have to rely on directors and filmmakers whose goal is to specifically make content for the LGBTQ plus community and targeted at the LGBTQ plus community. It's sad that we have to look to other platforms like YouTube or other platforms like Mayo or some other independent platform for this type of content. We still have filmmakers and showrunners that still roll with the default boy meets girl premise when delivering a central controlling idea or theme for a movie or a TV show. Now, I can tell you for sure that there is promise in the theme or central controlling idea, but they simply just ruin it with something like this. And Zeus only knows why. And I believe part of the reason for that has to do with screenwriters and showrunners not being challenged to come up with quality ideas. I don't think they get it because every time you ask one of these directors or showrunners, they will say something like, oh, I just wanted to express myself or oh, it's what everybody wants. It's what everybody wants. Are you freaking kidding me? Different people love different things. Some people love crime. Some people love thrillers. Some people love mystery, action, fantasy, drama, mystic, epic, whatever the genre. They love different things. But for you to suggest that it's what everybody wants... That's just assuming. 
you're just assuming for the heck of it. And that's not the only thing. See, the screenwriting courses and the film schools, they don't really challenge these guys. They just roll with whatever idea they come up with. And that needs to change. We really need to stop enabling the crappy ideas that these guys come up with. Questions need to be asked. And I'm proposing that every film school do this. I'm sure every film school or school that teaches screenwriting doesn't do this by default, but they should. So, but don't get me wrong, though. Because I acknowledge that slowly but surely, LGBTQ plus representation in mainstream films and TV shows is growing, but it's limited to minor characters. Now, when I look at some of these um, TV shows and movies, I'll give you an example of this later on, but I'll also give you another example of an earlier TV show that featured a gay character, which is quite surprising. And this show was Dawson's Creek. I appreciated them for this, for introducing the character Jack as gay, which was a little different. For It was actually brave for its time. But another example would be Riverdale, where we have Kevin Keller, who's actually a gay character. But that doesn't change the fact that we still have majority of the characters who are straight. I have nothing against that. It's just that we're way too many of them. Much of the focus is still on the boy meets girl premises. Even though the central controlling idea or the theme is promising. Like I've explained to you before. So, what needs to happen is we need either one or two films or TV shows, at least, to balance this off, that have a member of the LGBTQ plus community as the main character, as the starring character rather than as a minor character. I'm talking about mainstream. I'm not talking about the independence because this is slowly happening, which is great to see. But in mainstream, this needs to happen, including there needs to be a gay superhero, which Marvel Comics has come up with. Wakan, for those of you who don't know. But 
it certainly needs to be mainstream. So, what I'm going to do now is take a break and reconvene for our next segment, which is actually a TV show review, which I have for you in 2021. This is the first TV show review I have for you in 2021. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. Welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about how the mainstream TV shows and movies need to do more to have the LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters of ours featured more and as main characters. So, and I was also talking about how there's not enough representation. So, what I'm going to do is the review that I'm going to give you is from the TV show 13 Reasons Why. And I'm going to use this as an example to illustrate what we've been talking about so far. For those of you who don't know what the show is about, it is about serious issues like suicide and mental health. And the teenagers and the youngsters that deal with them in today's society and what the school is doing to handle such issues. Now, this is actually the school that these characters are going to. Now, Clay Jensen is the main character who takes the initiative to investigate whatever injustice that befalls the characters that we follow in the series. He takes the initiative to uncover the truth. Unfortunately, the gay characters are supporting, or minor characters, and they're not the main characters that drive the story. However, like I've mentioned before, I commend the showrunners for introducing these gay characters and taking the initiative for doing that. Now, in the final season of the show, the focus kind of shifted while not forgetting about the main character to one of the other characters who turned out to be gay. Now, what I also did was I tried to look for reviews on YouTube, and this is cause for a different discussion, a separate discussion, where I will explain to you 
why I do not trust YouTube to give me honest and legitimate criticism of a movie or TV show. That's set for another episode. So, I looked around on YouTube, found only criticisms, and if there was one good thing to say about the show, or if something that I found good to be said about the show on YouTube, it was very little. But if you ask for my overall thoughts, the show executed the theme strategically well, and I do believe you should watch it and see this for yourselves, how they have done it. And I also came across an online review about 13 Reasons Why, where the reviewer was literally complaining about there being too many gay characters in the show. Now, I went back and I verified this. I counted the number of gay characters in the show and I found only a few or a handful of that happening. So I don't know what this reviewer is talking about. And given the logic he's using, I could use that same logic. I could take a movie or a TV show and say, here, there are way too many straight characters in here. So it's no good. That's besides the point. It actually defeats the purpose of this reviewer reviewing the show. So, this reviewer doesn't know what exactly he's talking about. Which, by the way, if I said there are way too many straight characters, which, by the way, is a valid complaint, I'm not saying his complaint was not valid, but it's unsubstantiated. Even if if it were true that there were too many gay characters, then it would be unsubstantiated because I verified this myself. There are only a few or a handful of gay characters in there. So, that's where it is. And it's kind of sad. Because, even in the year 2020, which just passed us, there are still people who have a problem with our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters and how they live their life. I'm going to move on now to the final segment of the show, of the episode, which is my favorite piece of dialogue from a TV show or a movie. And this time, it's coming from a movie called The Sensei. 
I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, this movie that is, and what I'm about to say, but I'll mention it again, just in case. That favorite piece of dialogue is, you have the right to defend yourself against hatred and self-hatred. And it was delivered by the character Karen Gallagher, who said this to McLean Evans when she was training him to fight back against the homophobes who attacked him in school and left him bleeding, fighting for his life. Now, the movie, The Sensei, it actually took place in an age where the AIDS epidemic was happening. So understandably, there's the prejudice and whatnot. And of course, we have the religious component of that contributing to the crises. Now, I would say that this piece of dialogue is actually an affirmation for our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters who are struggling to deal with anybody, including family members, who disapprove of them and how they are living life. You know, in fact, these guys who disapprove or who have a dissenting opinion about what they do or how they live their life, the LGBTQ plus members, that is, who called it a lifestyle, which is hardly a lifestyle. And if that was the case, I would be calling the straight agenda, the straight, what straight people are doing, a lifestyle. I could easily make that argument. So this is an affirmation that I am willing to take to the bank. And I'm pretty sure our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters would take to the bank as well. You have the right to defend yourself against hatred and self-hatred. So, with that being all said and done, I'm going to conclude this episode Thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester. And until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.